Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Father, we thank you and bless your name for this day. We give you glory, we give you praise, we worship and adore you because you are worthy of our praise. Thank you for your goodness, thank you for your faithfulness, thank you for your love. Thank you for every good and beautiful thing you are doing in our lives. We appreciate you, Lord, and we say accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we have come unto you once again this week to bless you, to honor you, to celebrate you, to adore you, and to receive the bread of life from you. We ask today, O Lord, that you reach out unto you also in your power, in your love, in your mercy. You will touch every one of us by your power, by your spirit, O Lord God. And you turn our lives around for best. That, Lord, we have an encounter with your spirit. And our lives will never be the same again in the name of Jesus. Touch us today, O Lord God. Make us whole. Let there be healing. Let there be salvation. Let there be restoration. Let there be encouragement in our hearts, O Lord. That, Father, we go on celebrating you. We go on honoring you. We go on revering you, Lord. We go on, O Lord, lifting you up and high and high and proclaiming your goodness to all. Because you are a good God. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Please let's turn our Bible to 2 Kings chapter 6. And we take our reading from verse 8. 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to start reading from verse 8. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servants, saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, Tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So he said, Go and see where he is, that I may send and get him. And it was told him, saying, Surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, 
For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. My topic today, message I have for us is that I may see. That I may see. We just read an interesting passage here. How the king of Syria surrounded Elisha with his army, with chariots, hallelujah, Amen. with horses. Elisha saw them, but he was not afraid. Why? Because he saw beyond the physical. His servant came and said, My Lord, what shall we do? He was afraid. He was alarmed. But what did Elisha tell him? Elisha said, do not fear. That's verse 16. Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Who are those that are with them? Angels of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The hosts of heaven. And then he prayed in verse 17. He said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha and he became calm. Hallelujah. Amen. Fear disappeared. When you are aware that the hosts of heaven are around you, that the angels of God are all around you, you know, they, they, they protecting you 24-7. You will not have any fear. Hallelujah. Amen. That I may see. We all need to see, not just physically, but spiritually. What is it to see? To see is to perceive or detect with the eyes. To have sight, to have vision. To see is to be able to visualize and often involves the use of the eyes, the organ responsible for vision. That's why a blind person cannot see because that organ responsible for vision, the eye has a problem. Hallelujah. We see with our eyes. The eye is an organ that is sensitive to light. It converts the light to electrical signals passed to the brain, by which means animals, including man, can see. And the visual sense implies the opening of one's eyes. It implies to make accessible or visible. When you say, you know, we talk about the senses, right? Biology talk about how many? Five senses that are peculiar to a living being, organism. And one of them is vision, the ability to see with the physical eyes. But I want to tell you that there are two types of eyes. I mean, talking about the physical eyes, that we do, what we see with our physical eyes. But there's much more beyond that. The physical eyes is the first one, and an example 
we'll see in Matthew, Mark chapter 10. You remember blind, blind Bartimaeus? We remember the account of a blind Bartimaeus asking Jesus to open his eyes. That's in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 and 47. Let me read it from here. So now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, behind blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Hallelujah. Did Jesus have mercy on him? Oh, sure. I always say that no one comes to Jesus and lives the same. No one comes to Jesus with a need and he lives without that need being met. Jesus will not leave your needs unmet. Hallelujah. Each time you come to him with one need or the other, he will make sure that that need is taken care of. No matter the type of need. Is it spiritual? Is it physical? Is it material? Is it financial? Name it, marital. Each time you come to Jesus with a need, he will supply the need. That's the physical eye. Then the second type of eyes that I was talking about, the two types of eyes, is the spiritual eyes. Hallelujah. And we see an example of that in the scripture we read as our text this morning. That's 2 Kings. We see the picture there. Elisha's servant. He was blind. Spiritually. And he could not see. Right? Into the spirit realm until Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes. And he saw that spiritual eyes. We see another example in 2 Kings chapter 5. 2 Kings chapter 5, that's a chapter before the, our text, a chapter before the chapter that we read as our text. Let's read it. 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 25 and 26. It's talking again about Elisha there. Now he went in and stood before his master. Elisha said to him, Where did you go, Gehazi? And he said, Your servant did not go anywhere. Then he said to him, Did not my heart go with you when the man turned back from his chariot to meet you? Is it time to receive money and to receive clothing? Olive groves and vineyards, sheep and oxen, male and female servants. You remember the story? Naaman had just been healed of leprosy. And the man was so happy, he wanted to give some gifts to Elisha. Elisha said, no, I don't need your gifts. Just go and appreciate God. Bless the name of the Lord. He's the one who has healed you. And Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, was furious. How come my master rejects this rich man's gift. So, he mapped out his own plan. The moment the man left, you know, he secretly ran after the man. Went after Naman and said, Ah, my, my boss, just sent me to you. That since you wanted to give some gifts and he said no, you could just give him some few things. He want to give it to, you know, some orphanages. Just distributed them for charity. He lied. 
And the man gave him some items. And he came back secretly. He hid them in his room. But then, the man of God asked him, Gehazi, where are you coming from? He said, your servant did not go anywhere. Uh-uh. My spirit went with you. As you asked that man for those items and he gave them to you. We know the rest of the story. He pronounced Naman's leprosy upon him. That won't be our Lord in Jesus' name. Because he lied to the man of God. He thought he could deceive him. But how did Elisha know that Gehazi went to meet with the man? He did not my heart. When the Bible talks about heart, sometimes talking about the spirit man. Did not my heart go out there with you as you collected those items? He was not there with him. He didn't go with him. But he had spiritual insight. Hallelujah. Oh, how we need spiritual insight. And I I pray that the Lord will give it to us in the name of Jesus. Because there is superiority of spiritual eyes over physical eyes. Both physical and spiritual eyes are important. But a man who possesses spiritual eyes is a man of great wisdom and insight. He is a man who will constantly walk in victory over the enemy. You may possess physical eyes, but without spiritual eyes, you may not achieve much in life. Hello? Hagar. You remember Hagar? The handmaid of... Of Sarah. God bless you. Remember her account by the well in Genesis chapter 21, verse 19. The well had been by Hagar all along, but she failed to see it until God opened her spiritual eyes. Genesis 21, verse 19. Say, then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water and she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. You remember the account by the well? I don't want to start going to this because of her time. Sarah had driven her away from the house because Hagar was, the Hagar's son, Ishmael, was, you know, taunting Isaac, Sarah's son. And Sarah was not happy about it. And he persuaded Abraham, the husband. And that one said, whatever you like, do to your, is your handmaid. And Sarah chased out of the house. And Hagar left and got to a place and she was tired. The baby with her, Ishmael was, you know, they were all thirsty, they were hungry, they didn't know. There was no water to drink. It was a desert. There was nowhere to get water. And she was, I mean, almost giving up that the child would die. Then what happened? Verse 19, Genesis 21. Say God opened her eyes because God, God's favor was upon her and that baby and that child. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled his skin with water and gave the lad a drink. Was that well not there all along? She didn't see it. She lacked the spiritual insight to see the well. And she saw it when God opened her eyes spiritually. And she drank from that spiritual way. Hallelujah. Amen. How about Balaam and the angel, by the way? You remember Balaam? That was the king. I mean, beg your pardon, the prophet. That Balak the king, king of the Moabites, that he hired to place a curse upon the children of Israel so that they will not they will not overrun his country, his nation. In Numbers chapter twenty-two, 
Verse 31, Balaam did not see the angels standing in his way until God opened his spiritual eyes. You remember the story? I don't want us to start because of time. Balaam, God had told Balaam, don't go. Okay, he didn't go. The king sent messengers again. And because Balaam knew that he had a lot to benefit materially from going, he kept on asking God, do I go, should I not go? After God had told him, don't go. He finally left. Because God said, okay, thank God. And then on the way, God resisted him. But he didn't see the angel that resisted him, that resisted his, uh, that resisted his donkey. But the donkey saw the angel. Balaam, a prophet, did not see it. Why? He was blind at that moment, spiritually. He could not see with his spiritual eyes. He was only seeing the physical. And the physical, he couldn't see any angel resisting them until God opened his eyes. Then he saw. Hallelujah. Oh, how you pray this morning that God opened my eyes. That I will see into the spirit realm and see the great and mighty things that you have accomplished and that you are accomplishing on my behalf in the name of Jesus. In Numbers chapter 22, verse 31, say then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand. And he bowed his head and fell flat on his face. Doesn't just, just an ordinary angel that appeared to him. Hallelujah. Why do I say so? He bowed down to him and worshipped him. Anywhere you see in the Bible, men bowing down to an angel. And the angel says, don't worship me. I'm a servant of God like you. You know that that's an angel. But anyway, they receive the worship of man. You know that's not an ordinary angel. That's the Godhead. Usually Jesus appearing to that person. Hallelujah. We call it Theophany. That's God taking up the appearance of man to appear. You remember Joshua. Before they entered into, I mean, before they had a conquest over Jericho. A similar thing happened. You remember? And the angel of the Lord came as, a, as he said, he came as a commander of a heavenly host. And when Joshua saw him, he said, Are you for us or against us? Are you a friend or a foe? And he was ready to fight him. And he said, I have come as a commander of the heavenly host. And what did he do? He removed his shoes, he bowed down. He worshipped him. That's not an ordinary angel. It's only fallen angels, demonic angels, that will accept the worship of man because that's what they crave for. That's what made the devil to fall. He wanted man's worship. He wanted to be revered like God when he is not God. So that's the way to differentiate all these angels. Any time you see an angel, that's why you see some of these organizations, some of these places worshiping fallen angels. It's only fallen angels that will accept the worship of man. And holy angel will not accept the worship of man because it's only God who is to be worshipped. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we can see that, that the superiority of spiritual eyes over physical. We've read about 
the opening of Gehazi's eyes in 2 Kings chapter 6, 16 and 17 that we just read. Elisha's servant was afraid of a Syrian army until God opened his spiritual eyes and he discovered that the army of God surrounding them was greater than the Syrian army. Hallelujah. That is God. I pray that your spiritual eyes be opened in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that God opens your spiritual eyes so that you can see the great victory and breakthrough that God has given you over the enemy. Amen. When God opens your spiritual eyes, you will be free from fear because you will realize that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and that all things are possible for you. First John chapter 4, verse 4. Say, so you have got little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why we need to pray, open my eyes, O Lord. Our prayer should always be that. Should always be that God will open our eyes so that we can see beyond the physical. When we begin to see beyond the physical and into the spiritual realm, we begin to experience greater victory and breakthrough than we had been experiencing before. Oh, that the Lord will open our eyes indeed. Oh, I say, oh, that the Lord will open our eyes indeed. Beloved, God, I pray, shall surely open your eyes and like Hagar, you and every member of your household shall be refreshed. Amen. The Lord shall open your eyes like Elisha's servant, and you shall discover that he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen. By the way, who is in the world? The devil. Now the Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. You will discover that nothing is impossible for you, but all things are possible for you because you believe in God and in his ability and in his unlimited power. When you begin to operate by spiritual insight, you will discover that whatsoever you lay your hands on shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we pray? Perhaps you've not given your life to Jesus, you've not turned over your life to Jesus. I want you to take that decision right now. When you come to Jesus, you will not only begin to operate by, phys- by physical vision. You not only begin to operate by physical insight. You begin to have spiritual insight. And you begin to have victory over the powers of the enemy. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ this morning? I want you to just say after me, say, Lord Jesus... I come to you this morning. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me, O Lord. Let your spirit come into me right now. As I repent of every of my sin, I severe my relationship with the devil. And I declare that from today, I will serve you, Lord Jesus. I will walk with you. I will never go back. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you, Father. Thank you for your people, your children, my beloved brothers and sisters who have come unto you today, Lord, acknowledging you as Lord and Savior, Lord Jesus. I ask, O oh Lord, that according to your promise, that whoever comes unto you will never cast away, you will never reject. Lord, that you accept these ones, and Lord, you will fill them with your spirit, that they will begin to live for you, 
they'll begin to walk in your righteousness. That having pulled their hands to the plow, they will never look back in the name of Jesus. They will serve you and they will do your bidding all their lifetime. And it shall be well with them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And beloved, I want to appreciate you. I want to bless you for giving your life to Jesus. I want to know that you've taken the right decision and you're a new creature. The Bible says all things are passed away and all things have become new. And as we begin to fellowship with God, as we begin to walk with God in the church of God, the Lord will begin to build you and it shall be well with you in Jesus' name. So we're going to pray quickly before we close the message for today. And our first prayer point, we're talking about spiritual insight. You're going to pray. Say, my Father and my God. My Father and my God. Let me not walk alone by physical insights. Let me not walk alone by physical insights. Give me spiritual insights. That I'll begin to walk by my spiritual eyes. My Father and my God. Let me not, so Lord, walk by the physical eyes alone. Let me begin to walk by spiritual insights. Thou begin to see into the realm of the Spirit. Prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray this morning, Lord God, that you help us. That we begin to walk, oh Lord, by spiritual insight and not just by our physical eyes, Lord. Give unto all spiritual eyes, Lord, to begin to see into the spirit realm, to begin to see the victory you have made available unto us, to begin to see the great things you have accomplished on our behalf, O Lord God, that the enemy will no longer have dominion over us, O Lord, we begin to exercise dominion over the enemy, we begin to enjoy the victory that Jesus has made available unto us in the name of Jesus. Lord, give us spiritual insight, spiritual eyes, Lord, to see, to see that we will no longer be blind spiritually in the name of Jesus. That we will no longer be blind spiritually in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. God bless you. My Father and my God. My Father and my God. Help me that from today, I will not fear. Give me the assurance that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My Father and my God, help me that from today I will not fear. That I'll have the assurance that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this morning, Lord, that Lord, oh Lord, we will no longer be afraid, no fear in us anymore, Lord. Oh Father, no fear, no fear, no fear, Lord. That you will give us the assurance, oh Lord, Lord, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Father, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus. Jesus in me is greater than the devil out there in the world, Lord. I begin to live with that assurance. I begin to overcome the enemy. Begin to overcome all his antics, all his strategies, all his law devices. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray, say, my Father and my God. My Father and my God. Help me. Help me. That we no longer be blind. 
that what you want me to do, I will do. And I will have victory. Help me that I will no longer be blind. That what you want me to do, I will do. And I will have victory. Prayer in the name of Jesus, Father, we pray this you, Lord God, that Father will no longer be blind to your law, suggestions, blind to your leadings, oh Lord God, that because you have given us spiritual eyes, whatever you want us to do, we do, Lord, according to your word, and we begin to enjoy victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Father, we thank you and bless your name this day. We give you glory and honor. Thank you because you have given us spiritual eyes. You've given us spiritual insight. The devil will no longer cheat us. The devil will no longer love, overrun us. We will no longer run cycles around us in the name of Jesus. Now from today, we live in dominion over every power of the enemy. Because, Lord, we have spiritual eyes. And we realize that greater is he that is in us and he that is in out there in the world. In the name of Jesus. We begin to live in victory. We begin to live in dominion. We begin to live as people who are more than conquerors. Because we have overcome by the blood of Jesus. And the victory you have given us shall be permanent in the name of Jesus. I pray over, Lord, everyone under the sound of my voice this day, Lord God, and I declare it is well with you. This week it shall be well with you. In your going out, in your coming, in the angels of the Lord will watch over you. The favor of the Lord will locate you everywhere you go, everywhere you are. And because God has chosen to favor you, men will favor you. In the name of Jesus. You will have great testimonies this this week because the Lord will visit you. You will have an encounter with the Spirit of God. He will open your eyes to see. And because he is opening your eyes to see, you will do great and mighty things for him. You will do exploits in his name. It shall be well with you. When next we are meeting again, it shall be for joy, for celebration. Oh, for sharing of great testimonies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor your name. In Jesus' name, we have Amen. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus 234-809-623-7300. Plus 234-809-623-7300. Or you can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.